Hello, everyone. Welcome to Arash's World. We have Milo Schaff today. Welcome to Arash's World. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. Great. And um, could we start off with um, simply a brief description of yourself? Um, how would you describe yourself? And then I'm very much looking forward to talking about your book. So I would describe myself as, first of all, a parent mm -hmm. who had to find a path through the terrors and horrors of grief uh, after my son passed away at the age of 24. I'm very sorry. I'm I'm also, thank you. I'm also trained as a journalist and editor and physician. And it was with my son's death that I really started working on my poetry. Mm -hmm. And uh, your poetry book is Blown Into Now, Poems for a Journey. And so um, you are using poetry to describe your, your feelings of grief and uh, also of finding a path towards healing and trying to go in that direction. And it's accompanied by photos from uh, your son uh, that, he, uh, that are added to, to each of the poems. That's correct. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't intend to put my poems into a book. Mm -hmm. uh, the poems just needed to be written as I was trying to figure out what do you do when someone so dear to you uh, passes on. And so I would talk to people and I would ask them, you know, how they had navigated this kind of a passage. And over those years, these poems came about. And the photographs are my son's photographs. He was a, a world traveler, an adventurer, a veteran. He had been to Iraq. And he was also really engaged with nature and photography. Mm. And so his photographs are with beside each of the poems and they, they provide sort of a, um, a respite from grief and a way to kind of renew yourself and, and um, be careful with yourself and, and realize you may need to, um, to use some of the techniques or ideas to, to help support your path. And, and the path is not, it's not all sadness. It's, it's goes sort of up and down as you expect any path would, but it eventually heads toward joy and, and toward understanding. And it didn't take 12 years, but the poem sort of evolved over that time. The last couple I wrote uh, after my parents uh, also passed. And so my mother uh, passed on about um, two months ago. Sorry to hear that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so they are basically, could, would you say there are snapshots of, of different like stages and states that you found yourself in? So is it like that? Yes, the there points? are snaps, snapshots of different states, mm -hmm. as well as snapshots of techniques that I tried and things that I watched out for. And, and sort of there is some, I, I don't know if magic is the right word, but there are some things that don't makes sense except like that your loved one is is trying to say hello um and so those are the kinds of things that um made brought a lot of peace and a lot of comfort uh, and uh, i magic is the word and i think like uh, even poetry itself to, to try to express itself is magical and there are many things that um um, kind of defy reason and uh, uh, yeah. I've experienced it myself too, too throughout my life and uh, my fa father passed away last year and it's that Sorry. that kind of connection I think but that kind of connection does exist because I, I said to him you know drop by come and visit and and exactly. he has 
he has. Yes. It's, uh, yeah. In my dreams, and said, I actually pretty much said, here I am. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? And right. um, we can dismiss it as just figment of our imagination. But I think those who do that are wrong. There is that kind of presence that we feel. And although it's it's very painful because we do miss the people in our lives, um, they're on a different place, I think. And uh, they are they want us to be happy, right? So that right, is uh, right. to have joy. So we shouldn't um, we shouldn't be stuck in in that position. I think definitely grief is we can't rush it and you shouldn't and you have to go through process, but don't stay there too long. I would think. And again, that's probably your message that you're giving uh, with your uh, with your book. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, if people go around and talk to the ones around them, their friends and their family, and saying, you know, how are you managing this or or even I, I talked to people I didn't know very well, or people who came to comfort me. Mm -hmm. And and there's so many different ideas. And it didn't involve anything um, unusual, like a seance or, or, or something like that. It was just in more in the natural environment than anything else out in nature, mm -hmm. when I would walk and, and um, certain kinds of things that happen that, yeah. that were yeah. magic. Yeah. yeah, and even like a random raccoon that kind of looks at you funny and is like overly friendly, you get like what, what is happening there? And it could be a manifestation of, uh, of, of, of a spirit, of, of, of a loved one. And I right. think um, keeping that in mind and if, if that is part that fits into one's beliefs is, is, is really important to, um, right. to realize that. Right, I think having it fit into your beliefs is really important because uh, people's beliefs are are sacred uh, and and so you have to see how it fits. The other thing that um, happens to people and has happened to me is is you hear your loved one speaking. Yeah. And and so with my son, who I was really close to, um, you know, we can almost, I, I sometimes say, you know, what do you think? And I, and I get this little answer. And my mother is more like, sh sh I, won't, I won't be asking anything. She'll just say, that's okay. It's going to be okay. You know, I can yeah. hear her voice in my ear. So yeah. So there are a lot of ways to um, feel the the closeness after someone passes. Yeah, yeah. And um, you you chose poetry. Was that something that you had written before in the past, maybe years ago, or is it completely new terrain for you in terms of writing? I had written some in the past. Mm -hmm. um, I had also done a lot of prose writing. Mm -hmm. uh, I had published a children's book. Oh, cool. And yeah, and I had trained in journalism. So I trained in writing. And then I worked as a book uh, published as a book uh, editor mm -hmm. for about two or three years before I went to medical school. So hope um, poetry, even though I'd written some in the past, it was it. It was not um, I didn't have an urgent need to do it like I did after Alex yeah. passed. Yeah. Uh, I I was as as a teen I was really drawn towards poetry and oh, I, I've yeah. written some myself but it's really like and music and movies and it's like I think that there are many things that we cannot express with words and it's right. but but poetry somehow manages to do that to go deeper by using these words in a, in a way that go very very deep and profound. And uh, and that's yeah. fascinating. But then another thing would be um, photograph, photography, and and movies, literature. Again, in in terms of like writing. But for me, it's always also been music, and that is I, I mean, tapping yeah. into areas that uh, it's I, I cannot express in words. I I completely agree with you, and I'm glad you added music. It music, I think, is the poetry of our time if it's done well, yeah. because people will say, oh, you know, I don't really read poetry, but when you listen 
carefully to the lyrics of certain songwriters and performers. It is, it's clearly poetry. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and the thing, go ahead. Especially if it comes from the heart, it's like authentic. Yeah. You're not just there to make money yeah. or sound good. It's like expressing an emotion, whatever the emotion is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then you, you realize that they're expressing something exactly like you're feeling it. And, and then you, you hear the melody in your mind. And, and so it's really um, a wonderful medium. I hope sometime I can find a way to put some of these poems to to music that'd be wonderful I, I've done poetry readings in the past and I've stopped doing that unfortunately but there was one where um, somebody uh, was playing an instrument was playing the flute and I said like right there that night it's like let's combine forces so they oh. ended up playing as I was reading and it was just like it was improvised of course and could have been much better but I thought yeah. that is amazing because we can combine music easily with uh, with the words and it just adds so much more depth to it than it already has Right, right. I think that's really true. And it, it it's also things that resonate with us, but it's it's deeper than that because once you have gone through um, through suffering, through pain, you really like it resonates so on a much deeper level with you. And especially when it comes to music, for me, poetry was resonating with my quest for a romantic partner when I was a teen, and it was uh, uh, it was a lot of suffering. But again, in comparison to when when you get older and you look at real suffering, you just kind of dismiss it. But at the same time, I really think that that was important for my development because it, it created a sor- sort of idea within me, even though not necessarily based in reality, but I think deeper than that that kind of romantic ideal, that kind of a close relationship. And it is through, again, poetry and music. And I find in today's world, that is often missing because people are not approaching these arts enough. And when they mm-hmm. do, it's on a rather superficial level. It's not like, I want to grasp something. I want to understand something. That's how I approach mm-hmm. philosophy too. And uh, philosophers are struggling with ideas and I can relate to that. But it's it's often treated as something that, okay, well, this is interesting, right? And it's much more than that, though. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. And I think once you tap into that, and you can express your own voice or in, in any art form, really, you know, whether it's poetry or photography or, or music, it's, it's really like finding that, that, that deep voice inside. Right. And that's another way that I have healed is to be able to write poetry but as you say it could be photography it could be painting mm-hmm. it could be just writing in a journal and mm-hmm. and and even freeform just just write those words that come out and then and then sometimes you can take pieces of them and put into either a prose uh, piece or a poem so mm-hmm. all those all the arts can help so much with the the spirit inside the body who's mm-hmm. trying to heal and uh, yeah, journaling helps. Do you have a, do you keep a journal yourself? I do. I do yeah. keep a journal. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to try and do things really well. And so I tend to get behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, to, to sit down and say, now I have this time to do it. But that's the way to miss a lot of what you would want to have written. I agree so. with you. I think, I, I mean, poetry is wonderful, but poetry is a craft and so is music. And you want to make it as good, as presentable as, as possible. Whereas I yeah. think the journaling is like, it's also really free flow and, you know, just let it come out spelling errors and punctuation yeah. I, I i i am an instructor too so those things bother me when they happen but i'm just like no this is about 
the pure sensation, the emotions and thoughts that are flowing into my head and in my body. And I found through uh, through moments of, of pain and suffering and anxiety, it really helps. I mean, psychologists have, have done studies and they say it, but they say a lot of things. Once you try it out, you say, no, it actually does work. Right. It's, it's really important to, to, to just let it flow out freely without yeah. judgment, without blame, without regret. And just like, this is me. And nobody has to see it. That's the, that's the wonderful part of it. It's just like for your own eyes. Yeah, and it's like your 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 secret friend, you know. Mm-hmm, and exactly. it's, it, in in a, it's some odd way, it supports you because you yes. feel like you've you've told all those hard things, and now you feel better, you know. And so, uh, talking about my teen when I was a teen, uh, my teenage years, I found my uh, journal that I had when I was sixteen, and oh. it was it was when I was in Germany, so it's all in German, and I found it fascinating to read it like thirty years later. And yeah. it just like to connect with that part of who I was. And some of it, it just shake my head and I say, oh, my God. Other parts, I say, oh, I have like this sympathy, this love for this character that I was, who's completely different from who I am now in many ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have, um, I'm on volume three now of my journal. And uh, it began um, just as I started medical school. So a long time ago. Um, and it's right, you can, and also, it's wonderful to to look at the things that we've lost to memory, mm-hmm. like a, like a photograph, but it's deeper because it's Much sort deeper. of like it's it's opening how you, as you just said, how I was at that okay. time, and oh that those poor mistakes I made, you know, I couldn't have done any better because that's who I was, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also insight in the mind, and now that I have more uh, a stronger background in psychology, and I, I know about the unconscious, which I, I believe is definitely true, and but you can see it manifest, and you kind of like psychoanalyze yourself, and you say, yeah. this is what happened, this is why it happened, and it it's putting those pieces together, and you say, the whole is really good. And you needed that part of whatever it was, whatever experience it was, to lead you to the path and to the part you're at now, the destination that you're at now. So it, it's it's like this puzzle where you have all these pieces and suddenly it's, mm-hmm. it's fitting and you go, this is wonderful, even though the experience yeah. was awful, but it is the, the right piece in a way to get me to where I'm at now. Yeah. And the other thing I think is that it can help you have compassion for other people um, because when people do things that you say, God, that just doesn't make any sense. And then you look at where you came from. Mm-hmm. Um, my father has this saying that he would say very rarely because he was a quiet man, mm-hmm. but, um, and it's, it's well known, but it's do the best you can under the circumstances. Yes, you know, and that, that. That's, what we're, that's what we're always doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. are. And it's, yeah. And it, it, as you're saying, I've, I've, once you discover that within yourself, you're so much more compassionate and also patient with others because mm-hmm. you, you know the path and you know that there are these detours and you try not to judge them for it. And you just try not to push them either and just like, or rush them and say, okay, you, you have your own path and it's got lots of zigzags and detours but you are going, you are walking and you are mm-hmm. getting to a destination. You're not stuck. And I think that is, that is hugely important because I feel a lot of people um, get stuck, whether it's stuck mm-hmm. in the past or an experience or uh, a perception they have of themselves. This is who I am, but it's a very limited view of themselves. Mm-hmm. And 
I can see that you are not because you're a physician, you're a journalist, you're a poet, and you're exploring new things. So that is like mm -hmm. this constant like movement and progress. And I, I think that's that's very important and trying out new things and see how it goes and see where it takes you. Mm -hmm. I think that's really true. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, can I, I can I say something about my book? Would that be okay right Absolutely. now? Absolutely. That's why we're here. Yeah, um, I know where we're yeah. So, yeah, um, so let me just show you the cover so people mm -hmm. can recognize it, even though it might be. Mm -hmm. Is that clear? And then um, um, this book, because it has the photos in it, like like this one, for example, mm -hmm. um, which is a, a prayer poll in Tibet, um, oh. is, is on photo you know nice paper and so unfortunately the book is more expensive than i wanted it to be i'm not mm -hmm. getting any proceeds from it but just to print it but there is some good news which is that in a week or two i keep waiting for someone to email me back um that it's finished there'll be an ebook that'll be available oh, okay. and it's only like is it'll only be like four dollars or something oh, um okay. so so that'll make it really available because that's my goal is to get this out to as many people as i can yes and, uh, and and again, the, 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 those images are, are so important for it because they tell, again, this uh, the, the other side of the story as well. And I think that's right. how you have it. So you have um, uh, 45 poems, is that correct? Yeah, there are yeah. about 45 poems in here. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, do you, would it be appropriate to read one of them? Or oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. So, um, so this poem is from very early times in my path of grief mm -hmm. and I was I was sort of sitting alone at home and and wondering you know like what's next and uh, this is what happened mm -hmm. people come and I don't know what to do that's the title mm -hmm. in her hands mine twitch like bird wings she leans closer some things can help she whispers we get a lamp of coconut oil we keep it burning for 14 nights and 14 days. Trim the wick every hour. We repeat holy words. The words help our loved ones pass, and the words will one day bring them back, as if there were no parting. I light a storm candle. Two half-remembered women knock on the front door. We have lentil soup for you and bread. Others are coming. I sit. Stories of you encircle me. He takes me down the back stairs and we sit with the flowers. His eyes flame. Walk, he insists. I walk for my daughter. His daughter had passed on several years ago. I walk for my daughter. I walk every day near trees or streams. I watch. You must watch for secret signs. You are so dear. The one who is gone will sneak back for a moment, wearing the antenna of a cricket or grazing your cheek like a drunken honeybee. The crows scream, I follow. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, um, again, it's, it's such a like personal experience that you are uh, explaining in such a wonderful way. Thank I, you very much. I, I very much uh, applaud that. Yeah. And if anyone wants to find um, more about me or Alex or the books, mm -hmm. my website is miloshaf.com. And mm -hmm. so it's M-Y-L-O-S-C-H-A-A-F.com. Mm -hmm. And when the ebook comes out, uh, it'll the information will be there. And the link to, the, um, to Blurb, which is a printer, 
blurb.com will be there too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I personally, for, for me, I, I like the traditional books. I, I don't have a, a Kindle or anything like that, electronic copies of books when I, when I get them. And especially, I think, if it's poetry and, 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 and photographs. But I do know that a lot of people just prefer it and they're okay with it. But for me, it's that, that extra sensation of, of having the pages that you can, you can flip and uh, notes and go you back can take to. and go yeah. back to, exactly. Yeah. And I, there's yeah. a lot of that, that, the essential things that, I, that you miss out when you have it on uh, as, an, as an electronic copy. I mean, I, I have nothing against it. I think that's wonderful to, to have it because it's also my, kind of much easier to, to get it instead of having to go to a to a bookstore and uh, or, yeah. or ordering it and waiting for it to come it's it's kind of immediate but for me that's always been another aspect I don't know if you feel the same way about books um I do I I love um I love real real books paper mm-hmm. books <laughs> yeah. but um but when I travel I I have them all on my phone <laughs> I have that, on my phone. <laughs> that is what I've heard and it's 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 very true because you can yeah. have a lot if you wanted to travel with all those books and I've, I've I've traveled across countries and moved actually to different places and my books always come with me and it's that yeah. extra baggage that you have to pay and I think maybe I should have just had it on uh, uh, on an electronic device and it's all there you know you don't have to like just uh, take it always with you all that stuff right right yeah. although they're your they're your treasured books so and they are, that. and that's the the personal copy that that you have, and that uh, comes so much. That's uh, so much more meaningful, I think. Um, right. Your your son Alex was he into poetry? And no, he was mm-hmm. um, he was an outdoor person, and he he would read about outdoor adventures, and always had a next trip in mind. And so, poetry was not. He loved music. And loved okay. um, really thoughtful music. Oh, nice! Um, as well as the high beat music. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he was he he was spending his time thinking about adventures. Like he climbed uh, Kilimanjaro and um, uh, was at the walked around the base of K two uh, and climbed uh, Rainier. Uh, so he was, and it was you know he he I think he we ha- he had a, a satellite phone or someone did, and so he called us and he goes you know, it's minus 40 and I've been in my tent and the weather's bad. And so I'll be in my tent for three days, but this is so cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and he was such an outbeat, upbeat person too. Yeah. 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 yeah and it's, yeah. Adventurous. You can, you can, you can sense that somebody who yeah. scores. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why some of these pictures are so extraordinary because you wouldn't get to that kind of a place, mm-hmm. you know, seeing Everest right behind you or, or uh, whatever. Yeah. I've always been impressed. I had a few mountaineers on 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 my on my program here, and I I, I never I've never done it myself. I, for me, it's just hiking. But like growing up mountains, it's it's just scary. And have, actually, have you done? Have you had mountaineering experience? Um, so um, Kilimanjaro is not re- really hard, except for the very end. So I went up there with my husband and with Alex. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, okay. and and oh, family, with our other son. Family. Yeah, mm-hmm. a family outing. Yeah. Um, the last the last um day you know the last eight hours is really hard um because you're so high and 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 but but it was um but so that so the mountaineering idea was nothing like alex has done um but it's you know walking through the sierras and um yeah but alex we used to he was such a great person to be with because he you know for, for example we go skiing and and i go you know that looks 
and he meet jumping off cliffs and I go, he go, yeah, mom, you can do it. You can do it. Come on. And then I did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he yeah, was my I, guide. I, I always appreciate that because I think it's like that quest for like going up for, for reaching up for, for like higher yeah. plateaus and like symbolically it's, it's, it's quite fascinating. Uh, we have a, a grind here that takes you up to the mountain and it's like uh, basically an upward hike for like, um, it took me an hour and a half. I think like more experienced people do it in an hour, but it's very yeah. steep. And I did yeah. it once and I survived it and it was very difficult. And I, I got the t-shirt actually that says I survived the grind. And I said, never again. But uh, it's, it's that kind of push though. I think it's also like challenging yourself and, and pushing yourself to, to, to go higher. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it wasn't, it wasn't only uh, nature. It was also travel. And so he mm -hmm. went into the Congo basin and, you know, all a lot to the um, edge of Afghanistan, and I mean, in in those days, you know, twelve years ago, it was not quite the um, what's the word? I mean, it was still dangerous, but it was not as heavily terrorist the whole world terrorist ridden as it is now but they were still amazing adventures so yeah, yeah that, that's the thing those places come with like cultures and traditions that are just fascinating and that they especially the, the higher plateaus because not a lot of people have access to them so it's it's more like pristine it's more pure their their traditions and uh, customs that they have that's right yeah. yeah yeah and so anything that was wild or unusual or beautiful he would search for oh yeah oh that's wonderful yeah, yeah. yeah. and so when at what point did you decide to to publish the book I mean you started it off years ago was there the intention of publishing or was there a specific yeah. moment you said I want to collect them and and publish them as, as as a collection of poems I think it might have been around year four when I looked mm -hmm. you know four years after he passed and I looked through them and I thought you know this was so hard for me Mm -hmm. this this path and you know if I can help anyone else it's really worth it it's it, it'll be such um, an important thing you know be really something that I could give that would make a difference right and as a physician I you know we we all struggle with this like what can I do that is you know impactful or helpful and so often it's that you know we help one individual and that's good or we do a public health measure and, and that's good. Um, but but I was sort of in that mindset from having been a physician. And this is uh, encouragement to write people who want to write more and want to publish. And, and that the encouragement is that um, I, I reworked these or these poems, you know, many, many, many times and started taking poetry workshops with different teachers. And uh, I can remember, uh, one of them about, I don't know, five years ago, when I thought it was done, mm -hmm. or said, um, I said, do you think this is publishable? And he's a very esteemed teacher. And he said, well, you have two choices. You can publish it yourself. And it's really, you know, it's really good. Or you can completely redo it and, and have it published, you know, by, by press. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I thought, well, I'm not going to waste time. I'm going to publish it myself. Okay. And then I thought about it. And I, and I kept seeing that there were revisions I could make in those poems. And I had some other teachers that were, could tell what part of a, of a verse needed work. You know, so, so the teachers that you can get are, are some of them are phenomenal. And so then I kept working on it 
-hmm. and um and and then due to some of the classes i took i met more people who knew about publishing and publishers very small presses and then um it was recognized as something that was publishable by a press so it's blue light press cool. and the print the printer is uh blurb okay because they do the best they do the best uh, photo um re reproductions that mm -hmm. we could find mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that were not too expensive that were not as expensive as most of them yeah has uh covid kind of helped with that too because a lot of people are turning to to these the to art forms that they hadn't done before to publishing or my my podcasting is also thanks to covid that has given us also the technology and the tools to 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 reach out more has that played a role too would you say um, I think that has played a role because with the time that you, you used to spend, you know, going to work or trying to park your car, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot more, and you can slow down more, at least some people who don't have small kids at home, yeah. and I don't, you can slow down and make decisions about what you do with your extra time. And so, so, and, and, and take classes like online, like poetry classes or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So I think that that has helped and it, it also makes can make you more um, thoughtful, I guess you'd say, yeah. or, or introspective. Yeah, and that's very helpful with poetry. Yeah, I've taken writing. a lot of yeah, I've taken a lot of online courses that are now accessible and really good ones. I've learned so much yeah. from them, and it's just yeah. like it's so much easier to, from universities, and you just uh, you can do it at your own pace, and it's it's one. We I have a teen, so I we don't have to worry too much about him. It's uh, in his own world. Yeah most of the time and so I think that uh, it's the slowdown I completely agree and uh, uh, resonate with that it's it's like really slow down things and I save a lot of time I don't have to commute it's like you know you work online and um, but I think not everybody has taken advantage of it I know people who chose to drink more Instead. And I think, which is yeah. fine, right? But I think like you can really use that extra time for something that will be productive uh, for yourself and for like personal development and growth. And, and you know, I think what you're saying about the teachers have stepped forward, the good teachers, because that was the access, there was there's access to students. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not that hard in terms of finding a teacher. I just went online and, you know, looked at, um poets dot dot org and and so and or just googled you know mm -hmm. good poetry classes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and then you keep looking through them and then you read the poetry of the person who's teaching yeah um and then you can say um that sounds like what i'm thinking exactly yeah. or it doesn't you know yeah. so yeah. um and then most of the poetry classes are really low cost yeah so and you don't need to have a university degree i mean there are a lot of mfa classes mm -hmm. masters of fine arts in poetry Mm -hmm. that are now available uh, either completely online or just with a couple of in-person in visits over, you know, two years or whatever. So you can also get an, um, a, a formal degree in writing very easily online now. Yeah. And the credibility has changed too, because before, if you said like online, like degree, people would kind of scoff and say, well, it's not the real thing, but now it's like, it's fully respected because that's what uh, a lot of people are doing now. So yeah. I think that shift is important because it has the same value. Sometimes the work I had to do in some of those online courses was more than I would do as a student at university. And I go like, this is a lot yeah. of work. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. And you do it at your home. It's, yeah. it's just, it's great. Yeah. 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 So um, what is your next step or plan? Is, uh, is it something like poetry? Is it something you're, 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 you want to continue with or maybe 
turn to to other types of writing or what are your your plans from from now after this well after this uh well this this will take some time because i'm trying to get it get get it known get the book known mm -hmm. um but after this i'm going to continue writing poetry and i'm i've been through um some relationship we all have relationship issues and difficulties and heartbreak and and I think that that um, a book about that uh, would be really interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the the ups and downs of okay. you know uh, being in love with someone, or you know, whatever, um, or just the relationships between people who are in the same family. You know, it's it's all about how we interact. Yeah. Um, but also beyond, and I'll have to see how those come out, and whether it's a you know whether it's more than just submitting to an individual journal, whether it it does come together as a book. But the other thing that uh, I've been so excited to think about recently is to take a really good photography class, okay. and and then to have to have photos that I could pair with poems in the future, because it has been so wonderful to have to have visual beauty mm -hmm. in a book, mm -hmm. um, and I think it has added a lot to how someone can engage with a book. Mm -hmm. So those are my plans. Oh, yeah, no, that's wonderful. And so you're you're a journalist, editor, physician, poet, photographer, mother. soon to be photographer, a musician. Yeah. Is music something you're looking at? No, I, no, no, I said mother, mother. Oh, mother. Sorry, mother yeah. always. Yeah. Mother yeah, always. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And wife. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. So so many things, and we're all we're all versatile in our own ways. We often don't don't uh, notice it enough I think a lot of people are just like or they just say when it's like well what do you do and you just identify with like one profession and say well I'm an instructor but there's uh, again so much more that is part of us so yeah, it would take yeah. like 20 minutes to to uh, to explain everything all the roles and uh, functions that we have I think yeah uh, one thing in preparation for talking to people about about this book mm -hmm is I kind of went back and thought about how I got here. Mm -hmm. And that's that's really interesting. It's it's because what I could look at, what I could identify were inflection points. Mm -hmm. And and so for example, uh, when I was in college, I ended up alone on a bus in North Africa. Mm -hmm. And I was we were just kind of going along and I was I was sweating into the seat and I was praying that my my luggage wouldn't fall off the top. Mm -hmm. And I turned around and there was a, a woman sitting there who was clearly local um, in, you know, the the um, special material and the and the, um, and the beautiful gown she was wearing, um, although it was not a rich gown, it was a poor person's gown. Mm -hmm. And she was holding a baby, um, and the baby had this white discharge pouring out of its eyes. And I, I, you know, I was a college student, and I, you know, I didn't like I didn't have any resources and nor anything in the area. And, and so I think that's why, I, I mean, I'm sure that's why I went to medical school eventually, mm -hmm. because I was, that was like a, um, an inflection point mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's really interesting for people to look at that, mm -hmm. um, because you can see, um, like we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. how you've developed different things and what's, what made you, what launched you in that direction. So, um, so I was still a college student, and I had no intention of going to medical school i graduated as a journalism student worked as a book pub, book editor and um and then i got sick and i thought oh my goodness here i am in the hospital and this is really important and 
I'm going to try and do this. So I had to go back to school and take algebra two and, and chemistry and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but to look at those inflection points, each person, it yeah. gives you a lot of confidence in how you can change for the future too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and being mindful of those moments because there, yeah. you could have probably not looked at that person and that wouldn't have never happened, you know, but just like being aware and seeing these, I, I think they're signals, they're signs. And it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. says, this is the right path, you know, and just then it comes to you and there's like a gut feeling and intuition that says, yes, you know, and, and, and I've had that. And I, I've talked about this too, where sometimes the intuition is, doesn't make a lot of sense. And you go, it's like not the rational choice here. It's probably maybe a terrible idea, but it turns out to be the exact idea that you need at that moment. Often. Yeah. 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 Um, this just reminds me, uh, it seems like a terrible idea. Um, so one of my friends has uh, a child who's applying for college this coming year and and has gotten into certain places and and um and like my own son who um some years before had, didn't get what he wanted um and and he was just you know heartbroken mm-hmm. um but then he went to another place and it was perfect mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. that's uh, again wisdom that you can help your loved ones with when they're trying to make a decision of like it's it is going to work out you know yes it will and it's not always what we think will happen and it's actually that's not always the best choice you say i want this but there's something better out there and so it's it's good that you didn't get that choice because now you get something else that's yeah. much better and so yeah. in a way i think it works that way so i i try to take things like rejection and everything more with a grain of salt now when it happens and say okay it wasn't meant to happen in a way, you know, I tried my best. It didn't happen. That's it. And, uh, and, and a lot of things, a lot of things that happen in our lives. It's like, okay, this is the event. What can we do? Where do I go from now on from here? And I think that is uh, something that uh, is very important. I think too. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful discussion. So the book again, blown into now poems for journey. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your experiences, your your thoughts, your emotions, and and um, having the courage to talk about that. I, I really, really applaud that, and it it resonates with a lot of people too who are going through difficult times and who have suffered um, grief and loss, which happens to everyone. But it's the that kind of connection that we build through it. And especially something like poetry really touches deep inside. And I hope more people connect with that, with your work, with the photography. And uh, yeah, best of luck to you as well. Great. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you do. Thank you.